What's going on, friends? Welcome to season four of the You Glow Nurse podcast with me, your host, Fallon Lopez. Today, I have another wonderful guest, Miss Keela Ford, coming to you live from Houston, Texas, y'all. I'm so excited to be talking to my new friend today all about purpose, redefining your purpose, restoring your purpose, because honestly, there was a time in my life when I did not feel I had purpose. I was walking around here purposeless. I started nursing not in a hope to help others, but more in a hope to just solve my problems, to pay my bills. You know, like a lot of us may have gotten into nursing. It was a stable job, a stable environment. So now that I have grown my relationship with the Lord, I am really investing in my self-care and my mental health. I'm doing those things daily to work on me. I now see that there is a purpose in the path. There is a purpose in the pain, in the situations that have come, in the situations that have gone. There is purpose that is unfolding. And it's up to me to take care of myself along the journey, to do the things before me, to to steward my time well in, in this season and to continue down the path of purpose, trusting my purpose along the way, trusting my process along the way. And that is what season four is all about, y'all. And I'm so excited because of all the wonderful guests that guests that have poured into this podcast, which I thank and I appreciate every single one of you. So get ready for another amazing conversation with my new friend, Miss Keela Ford. And I'll share a little bit about her background here in a moment. But before we get any further, make sure you like, subscribe, share this podcast with your community. And let's continue to grow and to share this nurse wellness message with other nurses who may be feeling like, okay, I need I need some purpose in this plan. Where Where is my purpose? Let's encourage each other in this wellness journey as well. Make sure you subscribe, like, and share. Go ahead and comment on the podcast as well. I appreciate y'all for joining me along in this nurse wellness journey. All right, let's bring Ms. Keela Ford out. She is a DNP, FMPC, PMHNP, which all of that means. Um, she is a doctor of nursing practice and a dual board certified psychiatric and mental health nurse practitioner and a family nurse practitioner. She is the owner of CADS Wellness LLC. It's a mental health clinic as well as the CADS Wellness Women's Multivitamin. She has been a nurse for 18 years and a nurse practitioner for nine. She works with children's ages eight and up, adults, and as well as geriatric patients. She believes in the balance of spiritual, mental, social, physical, and emotional well-being and will go above and beyond by making sure they all are aligned in their treatment approach with her patients. This sounds like a necessary conversation around wellness, around health and healing, and so I'm super excited to bring her on. Please welcome Ms. Dr. Keela Ford. Hello, how are you? <laughs> hey, Ms. Keela, what's going on? Going, it's a good day. <laughs> it's a good day. Wrap it up. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast with me today. Um, we were able to chat a little bit yes. earlier, and it was really, it was really great to just pick your minds, pick your brain. And to learn more about how you're helping your patients, how you're making a difference in the community, how you're breaking stigmas. So I want to know, how has mindfulness, the practice of mindfulness, help you in finding your purpose? Yes. So um, with me, I am such a big fan of mindfulness. That's exactly what I did my dissertation project on, incorporating mindfulness into mental health practice. So just getting into that present mind state, trying to just not overthink things, overanalyze things, but living in the present, mm. that has really helped me so much because um, I do have a little anxiety myself and it has caused a lot of you know problems with my um, GI system and different things with food, with eating and you know, different things like that. So um, just me just trying to figure out where it got to be some other way to get mm -hmm. through this. Let's focus on something that I can do that's more holistic, 
not necessarily taking a lot of different medications. And so that's kind of when I started really diving into mindfulness, meditating, um, just putting myself in, in the present state, saying affirmations over myself. Prayer is the most important. I sometimes I just sit and I just thank God for everything and just always ask for purpose and wisdom. So that's my way of doing mindfulness. I love that. I love that. And we were talking about that earlier. It's something that you're using a lot with your patients now because of the research that you're doing as a a doctorate nurse practitioner. And it just, it's, it's refreshing to hear that this practice, you know, it sounds so simple, but it's, it's really getting a lot of highlight nowadays, nowadays, like a lot of people are talking about mental health and journaling and being mindful so you shared that it means like being in the present state. Yes. So how exactly like would you describe mindfulness to someone? So um, how I would describe it is, you know, like when you're in a situation where you feel like you're overwhelmed or you're like, oh, what if this is going to happen? Oh, my gosh, I should have done this differently. Well, just kind of put yourself in the mind frame like, OK, I'm here. Let me tackle what's going on today. Let me focus on getting through this moment right now. So let's let me figure this out now. And then I'll just worry about the rest of it as I get to it. And when you continue to practice those thoughts in your mind, it makes the weight feel like it's lifting off of your shoulder. Mm-hmm. Because when you kind of overdo and I'm, I'm a, I do it, I do it also and overthink and overanalyze and you have to do this, you have to do that. It could become very overwhelming a lot yeah. of the times. So just tackling it. Okay. I got this piece today. Let me tackle this. Let me calm myself down right now. Let me get my mind together so I could focus on now and then I can worry about this later. That to me, that's what mindfulness is. Mm, Yeah, same. I am definitely an overthinker. It's triggering triggering to say that because and when I say triggering, it's like I've been kind of fed these messages that overthinking is like a terrible thing like you doing too much and now yeah now we get into my journal now we get into my therapy session because <laughs> that's <laughs> something that I deal with like the thoughts of you're doing too much yes. you're being too emotional you're not doing enough those are the thoughts that get me very like preoccupied preoccupied yes. with tomorrow preoccupied with the past that I cannot focus on the present. So yes, I think yes. that's a powerful tool. And it's okay. You, and not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but it's, it's okay to plan things. And you don't get me wrong, but you know, you can pre-plan. I would say that, but if all the steps don't align like you want, that's the, sometimes people like, oh my gosh, and they unravel. Yeah. You know, oh, so, that's a good part. Yeah. So just that's taking it point. step by step, you know, that's the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's something that I do as a coach. I'm like, let's plan our weeks. Let's plan our months, you know, but it's not like being so gung ho. Like, yes, yes. It has to be this way. Yes. Tackling it at one piece at a time. At a time. Exactly. Exactly. Mm. Something that helps me. Yeah, Yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, I eating a whole pie once, but eating pieces of the pie. Yeah. <laughs> it's all gone. <laughs> or I like the one about the elephant. Like, how do you eat an elephant one piece at a time? I never oh. got that one. I never <laughs> got that one. I was like, well, why would I want to eat an elephant? I so thought I, that's I like, a lot to eat. <laughs> I like your analogy better. Well, let's go back to the pie. <laughs> yeah. I, I like to, when it's a stressful time for me, um, I like to, even on my, like, it's not overcomplicated to do this mindfulness, right? Like some people think that it could be like, I don't have, I don't have time to be mindful. Fallon, like, what do you mean get mindful? What do you mean, you know, take a break? Like, Mm -hmm. I don't have time for that. So one way that I've snuck in some mindfulness moments throughout my day is when I go to the restroom. Instead of rushing, instead of like rushing out of there and like, oh my God, I got to go. I got to go. You know, I kind of like take a moment breathe, bring my thoughts back mm-hmm. and like have a gratitude moment, have a moment with God. Like, okay, Lord, oh, yeah. I'm here. Let's do a quick prayer. Thank you, Lord. I'm, what am I grateful for? Like, I'm, oh, you know, wow. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Gratitude talks. That's mm-hmm. a good one. That's a good one. Cause I, yeah, I have to do that as well. That's something 
that's a mindfulness thing that I do as well. Like I just have to just take a moment and just step back and really think like, I am just so grateful for just the air I'm breathing now, just of being alive, being healthy, to talk, to speak, to walk, you know, all of these things, little things like that. But, you know, just just embracing it. And then, you know, it just and then that eventually that more positivity, it just kind of goes outward as you show more gratitude yeah. and be appreciative to the state that you're in presently. I'm, yeah. I'm a big believer of that. That's so true. Like, like you said, it, it seems small. Maybe it seems silly. Like, thank you. Like, I'm happy. I can breathe. I can talk. But come on, nurses. We see a lot of people. Oh, yes. We see a lot. And some people don't have that privilege to say, I'm doing that, you know. So, yeah. So just the little things like that. It, it I, I think with me, just putting myself in that mind state, like, I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm great right mm. now. I'm thankful. It relieves a lot of my anxiety. And that's so that's another form of mindfulness that that you can do. You know, some people might not have time to sit and meditate and, you know, and that's okay too. But it's other my, mindfulness is so many things. The main thing is just putting yourself in that present state. Yeah. Embracing your feelings and how you feel in the present. Yes. I'm so glad you brought up feelings because I'm sure you've seen in, in your practice a lot mm-hmm. of times, you know, feelings, being emotional. Like I, I was brought up like sharing your feelings is kind of frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. So now I feel like now that I'm in therapy, I'm learning about myself now. I'm like feeling all the feels and I'm like, is that OK? Like I'm more. <laughs> but that's but that's not a bad thing, because when you're able to really be aware of how you feel and how you think and analyze. This is why I feel this way because of this. It sets you free. You're not so bogged down inside with these emotions, a lot of stress. And then you can, you know, if you kind of look back and look at articles and research, a lot of stress happens when people don't express themselves because they keep so much stuff bottled in those feelings and those emotions. It wears down on the body, wears down on the heart, it wears down on the brain. So, you know, some people just check out strokes, heart attacks, you know, it's all about, you know, that outlet, letting it go, being able to analyze and say, okay, I feel this way. So let me fix, you know, let's see what I can do to acknowledge it, to change it or to embrace it and just know it's okay. It's okay. That is powerful. You have a decision. You have accountability. You have responsibility when it comes to feelings. You don't have to get overwhelmed. Yes, you may feel it. You may have that emotion, fear, anxiety. Um, And my therapist gave me like a little feelings words, like little thing. Like, so I'm trying to name my feelings, anxiety, apathy, you know, just like boredom. What what is it that you're feeling? And then, so you're telling me like putting a name on it, identifying is a stress reliever. It can help you. It can, it can. And not, and just even, and And I agree. I feel this way. So let me figure out why I feel this way. And then you really kind of start getting to the answers like, oh, okay. And like, I always say, well, who do, and then people like, oh, I'm crazy. I get that all the time. I'm so crazy. I'm like, well, who defines that? Like, who wrote Ooh. your de- everybody's definition of crazy? I mean, if that's the case, hey, hey. you know, who defines that's, that word? Who who can, yeah. We automatically, we are, it sounds like. Yes. Automatically, yeah. Put like this um, negative thing on, oh, you feeling a feel, you feeling a certain type of way. You actually like that. Oh my gosh, why is he, you know, but let's talk about why you feel this way. How did you get to this point? Let's see what it could have been, what could have triggered you and let's address it. So, you know, it's okay to have to feel like, you know, when I tell and I I tell people patients that all the time when they come to me and they're like, hey, I feel this certain way. And I do. And I'm like, well, and my mom or my dad or my friends, they said I shouldn't feel it. And I'm like, well, how can they really tell you how to feel if they're not in your body? You know how something made you feel. Your feelings are your regular, it's like a regulator, right? Like it's yes. like your, your, your gas tank or what did I hear somebody say? Like, 
it lets your your tech engine light. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, like hmm, something happened. Something I didn't. I don't know about this. You know. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> so so it's needed. It's a part of life. Yes. And different people have different responses to things, and mm-hmm. that's okay. We are so uniquely and wonderfully made by God, and mm-hmm. that's that's how we are. That's what makes us so perfect in our own way. Yeah. You know, he's the perfect one, but we're all, you know, I would say we're all different, unique, and perfectly made in our own way. So yeah. and that's okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I agree. That's wonderful. Um, thank you for breaking down feelings and like identifying them and working mm-hmm. through them. I think it's so it's so important, and it's been really important to my self care journey, to my wellness journey. Oh, yeah. Just being able to talk about them, like I totally agree. Like there was something that happened, like when I was able to name it, and then oh, okay, it's because something happened in my childhood. Oh yeah. Or maybe. It's because I'm hungry. Like I'm really hungry. I'm I'm hangry. That's what hangry. I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's some it's some chemicals. They not doing what they supposed to do in the brain, and that's why you feeling the way you're feeling. You know, that's exactly. why. <laughs> yes. So yeah, and it, you can you can better understand yourself. You you know what's going on. Yes. Because I see a lot of people sometimes, um, and this is personally that I've seen. You know, like. Feelings can feel overwhelming. Like when it came to rejection, when it came oh, yeah. to feeling let down, like I never wanted to feel those feelings. I was so afraid. But if I didn't feel it, I couldn't experience. And this is something that I heard in a book, like when you're not able to experience the sadness and you try to like self-medicate, you try to stuff it down, you try to decompartmentalize, whatever, to not feel that feeling, you're not able to feel the joyful feelings because it's not yeah, like yeah. you can just stuff down just the bad feelings like you're essentially like shutting down all of the feelings like is that true is that something that you've seen in your practice yes and um and I always and I do believe in your you know you have to listen to your feelings like I said before I I want you to laugh when you're supposed to laugh I want you to cry when you're supposed to cry I want you to be mad when you're supposed to be mad but there are boundaries to each feeling Mm. And that's where where mental health comes into play. So if it's exaggerated anger, exaggerated, you know, moodiness, exaggerated excitement, then, okay, well, you know, maybe let's kind of bring it more neutral. Well, you can have those type of emotions, but they don't overpower you. That's that's when it's time to let's look at it. It might be something more. Yeah. That's like how you said mental health, like yeah. that's when it comes into play. Yes. So I'm curious, you you speak so highly about this and mindfulness, and then now you're, you know, furthering your practice. You have mm-hmm. a clinic that you're running now. You even yes. created a vitamin, which is amazing because you were even talking about the chemicals in your body affecting your mental health. So I'm just curious, like when we talk about purpose and just redefining and restoring, has there ever been a time in your journey of like 20 plus years in nursing that you maybe felt unsure about your purpose and how did you navigate that time? Yes, I did. And um, I floor nurse for a long time and I thought, okay, let me try. And I, I did try, I did a lot of travel and floor in float pool. So I think that was my way of trying to find where I fit. Mm. And I never really found where I fit. Like I tried this. I, I can do it, but, mm, you know, it's a paycheck. It's a job. I can make the money, you know, good. But what I think, well, I would say, I won't, I won't say think I know how I got into the, the mental health and knew that it was for me when I um, had my own mental health um, scare after I had my daughter. And I had just finished my the family nurse practitioner program. And um, I, I finished it. I was nine months pregnant. I took boards. And then I was trying to find a job in family nurse practitioner. I couldn't find a job. And I was living in Louisiana then. But then I also, around that time frame after I had her, I went through postpartum, more so anxiety, postpartum anxiety. I didn't even know. I heard of postpartum depression, but I didn't know about the postpartum anxiety. I would have these extreme thoughts of overwhelmness, panic, and um, I would have thoughts of just kind of feeling like maybe I'm not a 
good mother. I, I should, you know, not take care of her or maybe someone else should take care of her. But everything just kind of had me so on edge. And then my blood pressure was high, high, high. Never had problems with blood pressure. Blood pressure was really high. And um, it was just a scary time for me. So when I um, saw my PCP and she put me on um, Zoloft at the time, and I noticed like about three or four months, I started to feel like myself. Hmm. And then on top of that, I couldn't find a job as a family nurse practitioner. I took a contract on a mental health unit. How ironic is that? Because I couldn't find a job anywhere reached out, this job had a mental health assignment to do as a travel nurse, local travel nurse. I was like, oh, loved it. Loved it. Just connecting with the patients, just, um, you know, they could talk to me about anything. They felt comfortable with me. I felt comfortable with them. And then I was just like, then I met a nurse practitioner that was doing rounds and she was a psych nurse practitioner. I had never heard of psych nurse practitioners before. And I was like, that's a thing, you know? And so I started getting more information and I said, and I was like, well, I think I'm going to work in family practice for a while. And I'm, then I'm going to go back to school. And that's how it happened. I ended up moving to from Louisiana to Texas. I worked as a family nurse practitioner for about maybe nine months. And then I got a job as a working in geriatric, geriatric psych as a family nurse practitioner, but I was able to do psych. I say, talk about speaking something up into existing. And it happened before I got certified and I loved it. And I, and from that mo- moment, I knew like just talking to those elderly patients and encouraging them and talking to their families and caring for them. And I just knew like, this is what I supposed to be doing. I would feel like so warm and just fulfilled. And I had never felt that way in my career. And that's when I knew mental health was my thing. And I really started digging deep into it. Wow. Wow. So you went back for two family nurse. No, you did family nurse practitioner. Mm-hmm. And you did the mental health nurse practitioner. Was uh-huh. that two separate programs or? Yes. yes. A lot. Of, yes. Two separate programs. They were like, like, you going back to school? Like, yes, I am. Because <laughs> I wanted to get certified. I wanted to just do like, because, you know, they have so many stipulations. It's your family nurse practitioner, but you're not trained yeah. as a psychiatrist, as a psych, well, not psychiatrist, but as a psychiatric nurse practitioner. Yeah. So, you know, you can, like a family practice, you can treat like, you know, depression, anxiety, but when someone has like severe mental illness, they need to see a specialist. Yeah. And I wanted to specialize in it because I loved it. That's just that much, like loved it. Working in the psychiatric hospitals, doing acute and trauma. And, and then it was just seeing how they come in and they're worse and they leave like better. Yeah. And so that was just my drive. Like I have to do this. Yeah. That's amazing. So was there an additional, so there was a family nurse practitioner two years or three years? Um, The program? Yeah. It took me ooh, two and a half years to do that. Yes. So then did you have to take another two and a half years for the Oh, so because I did all the core classes already, it was just a year. So I was able, I waited, you know, of course, and then I did a year because the year was just basically doing all the curriculum classes. And then um, the certain, then all of the hours I had to do like 560 hours of um, in psychiatry. So I did a lot of work in a psychiatric hospital with a therapist and with a psychiatrist. And then I had to take another board exam. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then now you recently graduated with your DMP, your yeah. doctorate in nurse yes. practitioner with yes. a mental health. Um, is it a mental health? Uh, no. So I already had the two certifications. So mine is just um, doctor of nursing practice, but it's more of the advanced practice role. Okay. So, so with the DMP, you do have two tracks. You can do leadership. Mm-hmm. role or you can do the advanced practice role and um and and the difference between the two like if you work in more like administration or or educators or mm-hmm. you know things like that you can it's still incorporating evidence based um research into your practice whatever that may be so you know like i know someone that was in, 
and leadership track track. They they did something on eliminating um, falls in the hospital, eliminating um, like with um, the call bells, you know, like um, noticing how nurses can be more aware or or I guess with the call bells, like to prevent falls or what high mm. educating nurses. So that was and then they looked, look, you know, looked at articles and journals and different research that was done. And they incorporated into their facility to see if it actually works. But then with nurse practitioners, you have um, that track where when you're in practice as a provider and you're taking the same type, whatever research that you, whatever your interest of topic is, you're taking that research that's already done and you incorporate it into your practice to see if it actually going to help my patients, is going to help other uh, nurse practitioners. So that's the difference between it. But they're both, um, you know, DMP is, you know, doctor of nursing practice because it is all it is. It's just taking what's out there and putting it into the nursing practice yes. to see how to make it better for nurses and future nurses and et cetera. That's awesome because that evidence-based practice, yeah. all of those things that we know that uh-huh. Where do where does it you know where does it come from like yeah it's, it's like okay it's out there yes it's you know so you but this research is out there so well does it really work so let's mm. see let's add this to our to the practice environment and see if it's gonna actually make a difference with patient outcomes yeah. or nursing outcomes or etc. I would be curious, not saying that I'm gonna do a DMP, but like Maybe about research. <laughs> well, you never know, God willing. But I'm definitely inspired. Like you got my wheels turning. So because I never thought I would. By the way, I was like, I'm not going. I'm not doing this. I'm not. I, I got that psych. I'm, I'm not doing this. And then wow. I don't know, one day, I was just like, maybe it's, I need to do more. Maybe mm-hmm. it's me. Maybe it's me. Oh Lord, I need. Yeah, I know. And then awesome. I start opening up the doors and mapped it out. I, you know, I always look when I get, I, I always listen to him when I get a lot of trend, like a lot of resistance. I know maybe it's not the time, mm. but when he started letting things flow, like, boom, mm. you got, you got in this program. Boom. You got this, boom, this, 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 this. I'm like, okay, maybe this is what you want me to do. So that's, that's that. <laughs> listen to the opening doors. I like yes. that. I like that. Cause yes. you know, some people will be like, oh, it's, it's suspicious. It's too easy. Like it's what's going on. I don't know. Yeah, but when I feel like when it's like that, you just got to trust it. Because I used to think that too, like, and I still have struggles with that. But it's okay to, it's, you know, life is not That's all, real. you have struggles, but you have some good seasons and sunny sides too. That's real. So, yeah. yeah. Walking in it. So I'm curious, like, about research, when it comes to research, if there is any research related to, like, nutrition and mental health. Like that is something that I'm really interested oh, in. Oh, I'm sure it's so much out there. So that's so, do you know what, Fallon? That's, you need to go on and think about it. <laughs> you say you already got your dissertation right Oh there. my God, there go your topic. Seriously, like we're talking about mental health. We're talking about these different things. And um, that's something that I love, those healthy habits. I love talking about gut health and, you know, just making those better choices. And so I've done some research um, you know, my personal stuff, that there is a connection, but how often do we put that into practice in the that's nursing true. community? That's true. And that's something I think would be awesome, especially for nurses, all the, yeah. the work and the stress that we do. And, you know, it's it's so needed taking care of your body, like you say, yeah. your gut health. Um, I like what my vitamin, I added the 5-HTP in it because that helps with stress. Stress regulation, you know, different things like that. Tell us about, yes, your vitamins. So this lady has her own clinic, running a clinic, taking care of her patients. And then another dynamic pivot in your purpose, which I love. How did you get into creating this product? And what brought you to like, okay, this is something that can help. This is something that is going to extend my purpose. How did you come into that? Well, to piggyback off of what you said about, you know, like nutrition and supplements with your mental health and and wellness. And I, you went through in your postpartum, like right? I went through. The, yes. All, but you look at hormonal shifts. Yes. And then the same thing when I got in, you know, like mid, uh, well, late, mid to late 30s, 
I'm almost relieved my 30s, but anyway. No. <laughs> I, I was experiencing a lot of just like, especially around my cycles, just these mood swings, just the, the drenching like of my sheets and I couldn't sleep mm-hmm. at night. And then I'm irritable the next day because I'm I'm not resting well. And um, I was like Googling things, trying this, Googling, you know, and I had so many supplements. I'm like, it got to be a way to just, it's something. And then it was like one night, I was like in the middle of the night, like maybe I should look into starting my own vitamin. I was talking to my husband. I said, you know what? Maybe I should just make my own vitamin. I was saying it as a joke. And he was like, is that a thing? I said, I don't know, but I'm going to look it up. And and that's when I started looking up stuff. And then I already knew like certain minerals that you need for this. And because I was already researching all that stuff to help myself. And then I um, found a supplement company. They make in that you can get supplements made for, you know, if you're building a practice. Or, I mean, building um like a supplement company or whatever. And I pitched the ideal and then I kind of told him and then they kind of gave me some minerals and different things and then that's, that's kind of how ha- how it happened so yeah that's that and and I and then I started taking it and I noticed um especially around my periods I'm not as moody I'm not drenching my sheets that was the biggest because when I drench my sheets I, I, I can't sleep I'm waking up and once I'm up I can't go back to sleep mm. so I'm not drenching my sheets I'm not as moody during my periods and I say, and then also um, it has um, the biotin in it. It has B12 and it B6. So it also helps with that energy component, natural yeah. energy. So all of that, I was just like, hey, you know, so I just noticed when I take it and then I versus when I don't take it, I notice a difference. Yeah. So that's kind of what inspired me to do that. Just kind of like it got to be something, you know, natural that I can do. I don't want to have to take another medication. I would yeah. rather do something natural and I'm into vitamin supplements anyway. It's so like, it's just, I have so many thoughts going through my head. Cause I'm just like, it's just crazy how women we mm-hmm. are like the quick fix. We're given yeah. the quick fix when it comes to our womanly time. And if there's anything off with those, like I had irregular bleeding for many, many years and mm-hmm. many doctors just told me, get birth control. And me, somebody that's kind of like a health and wellness person, I'm kind of like the same thing. I'm like, uh, why, why am I doing that? What is it going to, you know, like, I'm not sure. Like it wasn't really explained to me. Like maybe one of your hormones is off. This is, how does it help? Why are y'all recommending, you know, birth control? So you're kind of left in the dark and you're just like, here you go. Try it. There you go. Try this. Yeah. Get this birth control. And that was, and then I I added the black cohorts to it as well, because that helps with estrogen regulation. See, and Uh, that's the thing. Yeah. So I know, you know, just anything that could kind of really help us naturally Mm -hmm. because yeah, that's the first thing they tell you, take this birth control. Well, I tried that too, to regulate the irritability and the sweats and I was having terrible migraines, but then my blood pressure started going up. Yeah. When I, and I just told my doctor, I can't take this. So we're going to have to try something else. Yeah. And then that's when I said, you know what? I'm not taking any of this stuff. Let me go to the, let me try something natural. Yeah. I love that because through your, through your pain, through the irregularness of what mm-hmm. you're going through in your cycle, through, through this moment in time when you're like, okay, this is a problem. You mm-hmm. were able to shift in your purpose. Like, okay. Because sometimes, like we were talking about feelings earlier, the uncomfortable things, the painful things, the the stretching, the the growing. We don't want to go through those things, but sometimes it's needed, needed to get to that other side. Sometimes I'm learning the things that we're experiencing is because there, there's a reason that's, that's something, you oh, know, somebody needs yeah. what you have. Like there's wow. a reason you're going through that so that you can help someone else. And when I came into that realization, like, okay, this is, this can help like me with my wellness and my self self care, like this can help someone. Yeah. So it's part that's of your a good purpose. way to look at that. That's a it's, really good way. It's part of your purpose. Yeah. To look at that because like there yeah, you go through things to get you t- to acknowledge your purpose. So that's yeah, that's really good. And for you, Dr. Keela, it was 
another elevation in your purpose. Like, let me go ahead and create my own vitamin, y'all. Let me go ahead and put this together. So we're definitely going to share that link so that other women that may be interested in adding like a vitamin to their wellness routine, which I definitely recommend, something that's easily absorbed and not a lot of sugar, if I might add. That was something I asked you, if you remember, when I went to your table, I'm like, well, how do you, you know, because a lot of these vitamins have these added sugars and it's like, well, why is that in my vitamin? Because- Yeah, yes, yes. It's a filler. I want the good stuff. You know, just give me a capsule. So Dr. Keela's is in a capsule. The nutrients you need, you don't even taste it, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in all that sugar and you have to break. And I didn't want to do a peel because you have to break down and break down and kind of really get to the nutrients. I was like, capsule is in there. The minerals are inside the capsule. So we want to get to the source. That's amazing. Like nurses, we can do it all. And it just takes that, that shifting of your perspective. And I think that's been so important in my journey overall as well. You know, we can choose to be like, oh, woe is me, beat myself up, or we can, okay, well, this is the problem. What are the answers? How can I find the answers? How can I be a part of the answers? Because there's a reason you're facing this problem. Maybe you don't solve that problem, but you learn and you learn to reach out to someone. You learn to find answers. You learn to trust other people. If you don't have the answers, but you can find the answers. That's the powerful thing that I'm learning about, you know, if I experience a hard time, if I experience a difficult situation, like I can, I can figure this out. I I am capable. And that goes back to those mindful moments, getting really mindful in your moment, even in distress, even in a time where you're like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I don't know if this is part of my purpose. (laughs) For sure. For sure. And we've all been there. And I'm going, you know, sometimes just kind of lately sure. going through some things. I'm like, oh my gosh, what is going on here? But yes. In your 20 plus years, I'm sure of nursing service. So I want to know what are some self-care things that you're doing for yourself in this season as a busy entrepreneur, as a, a practitioner. Um, as a mom, as a wife, I heard you talking about that. Um, mm-hmm. So how are you taking care of yourself? I am going for my, I got a monthly, mas- I get monthly massages. Yes. I get monthly facials. Ooh. <laughs> I see an esthetician like faithfully. The, and um, those, you know, and then sometime me and my daughter, Oh, and then sometime me and my daughter will go get pities. But things like that, it's just pampering myself just makes me happy. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Making that time because you're so busy. Because, yeah, and, and at one point I didn't make the time. And mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, I, okay, I'm feeling very overwhelmed. I feel like my back against the wall. I, I feel like I'm letting myself go. And I was like, you know what? No, let me make I, this is something I like doing and I'm going to get my monthly massages. I'm going to get my monthly facials. And yes, that's my time to do me. So, yes. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Like, I definitely agree. You know, self-care is multifaceted. It's different for everyone. Um, and there's so many different levels to it. Um, and that's why I do a lot of my mindfulness, too. When I'm getting those massages and them facials, I'm just... Ah thinking and just reflecting and just so thankful and just embracing the moment. And that's Instead just of thinking time. about your to-do list. Yes. So yeah, that's, that's my time. So I'm like, you know, so I kind of started that back. I stopped for a while with school and everything and mm. was feeling it. And I was like, no. Mm-mm. So you're intentional about the time that you spend on your self-care. Yes. The actual massages, scheduling it in, you know, how we schedule, wake up for um, for work on time. We, we make sure we're at work. We make sure we're, you know, doing the things to get there. But what about making time for your self-care and not leaving that on a back on the back burner? Because yes. that's so easy to do. Like, yeah, I, yeah, I do. I love my self-care. I do contouring sometimes. and. Mm. Just contouring. 
pamper myself. I love I love to pamper myself. Like, oh, yes. I'm going to do, you know, but, you know, mostly the natural stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. I mean, whatever makes you feel like your best self, that's what self-care is all about. Like whatever that is, if it's taking time out to do the massage, going to spend time with your daughter, like you said, doing the manis, the petties, it's whatever that's needed. I mean, as as we evolve, I even think like our self-care gets, you know, some days you, you may not have the time to do the pedicures, like you said, the manicures. So when when you were in school and stuff, when you were like full time working, what was the self care then? Did it look different? A lot different from now. I, I mean, you weren't doing the massages and the, all those things, but was there some self care in that time? Well, it probably well my, for me, <laughs> I like to sit out because in my backyard with a glass of red wine. I like that too. Yes, That's being awesome. outside. Yeah, I love it's just because it's just. Just listening to nothing. Mm. I love that. And just with my glass of wine and I can just think. And that's what I did a lot while I went because I didn't have the time. But just yeah. having that moment and my husband understood the kids. They just let me have the moment where I could just sit in quietness and do nothing. Ooh. And I love and I just it's, it's almost like I'm replenishing. Yeah. Because if I'm, you know, I'm dealing with all, you know, of what I'm dealing with, all the stressors and I come home and then it's like you know more things that's coming at me you know you can easily get overwhelmed yeah so you know so that was what I did you know I'm back doing the things that I have time to do but that's kind of was my time to just and not all the time sometimes I mean just sit outside and just breathe and just breathe oh my god yes that is crucial just pray yeah pray you know just all of that you know yeah, a hundred percent. And I love that you were, like you said, you told your family, like you were open, you were communicating. Because a lot of times we don't know how to communicate. Yes. Look, y'all, I need to go somewhere. I need to go take mm-hmm. a break. You know, even on the floor, sometimes we're like, we have a million things going on. Yes. You're having a moment, like you're about to break down. You just yes. kind of push through, you know. So there are times to push through and there are times that you have to speak up and be like, Hey, hon, Hey, coworker. Hey, charge nurse. I need a moment. I need to go walk off. Yes. Let me get a moment to get myself together. So. Yes. Yes. And that takes some communicating that takes some opening up some mm-hmm. self-awareness to speak up for what you need. So yes. That's yes. awesome. And then when you have that time to recenter, when you have that time to reprogram, mm-hmm. I feel like you're able to get that clarity. Like if you're stumped and you're like, okay, God, I don't know what I'm doing here. I, I'm just going to get in the float pool and just try to figure out what's next for me. Cause I don't yeah, know. that's exactly what I did. I was just here, there, working everywhere. I was like, I'm doing this, I'm doing that, I'm doing this. Yeah. Trying to figure it out. Yeah. So you need those moments. You need those break times to kind of like recenter, refocus, to get clearer on your purpose. And like I was sharing in the beginning, there was a time that I didn't feel like I had purpose in my life. You know, nursing was just something I did to pay the bills. And now that I've been more proactive, I'm tapping into my wellness, into my mental health journey. I feel like I'm getting clearer on my purpose. I feel like I'm getting closer to what you know, that path. I'm doing the things. I'm on the right path, but it can be overwhelming. It can feel like, okay, am I ever going to get there? Am I going to ever make time? Am I I ever going to reach this success that I want? But like what I'm learning is like, this is all part of it. Like this is all part of the process. This is all part of the purpose. Like everything we're experiencing is preparing us for what's next. And with that in mind, it kind of gives me some peace. It kind of, it gives me that, that understanding, like you said, to being in the present, mm-hmm. to be grateful for where I'm at, where I've come from, Yes. or then yeah. what's next. Yeah. It's yeah. always, yeah. It's the only way is up until you leave. That's it. Yeah. Keep going. Just keep going. Yeah. 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 It's, but it's been a journey. Gracefully. 
Yeah, mm. but do it gracefully and take your time to enjoy the moments and acknowledge how you feel, like I said before. Gracefully. We shared that that word earlier in another pro- in another podcast, just giving yourself grace and the space to, yes. to evolve, to change, mm-hmm. to yes. pivot, to grow, to get things wrong, to feel yeah. the feels. <laughs> yes, exactly. But to never give up, to never okay. give up, whatever that looks like. So I was sharing with you earlier, like, I, I want to go back to school, but... You know, I'm taking my time. I'm not going to put the pressure. When I put the pressure, that's when it feels overwhelming. That's yeah, overwhelming. Like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then I'm like, maybe this ain't the right time. Maybe. Yeah. But it's You gonna- know, when you feel pressured and forced, you know, and, and it's overwhelming to think about it, it's like, mm. uh, maybe not right now. But then when you like, okay, I'm ready. I'm excited. You know, I'm, I'm open. I'm ready to learn. You know, yeah. that's kind of how you know. Because I went through that, too. And then you're able to learn more that way yes. when you come from that type of space. Yeah. For sure. Yes. Because I went through that before too with yeah. deciding whether I should go back and, you know, I was going to try earlier. And I just, like mentally, I just went in the space. How did you know you were in the right space? When I, I when it was like flowing and everything. Yes. When things started to flow, it was just like the transition. It just seemed like it wasn't so forced. Like I wasn't overwhelmed about it. I wasn't, it's like everything just kind of like the, the school was welcoming. The Dean was welcoming. Um, you know, I had people like just, the, I ended up finding a space where I could go and do my, my project research. And mm. it was just like all of that I didn't see before. And that's how I knew like, you know what, it's time. Do you think, it was because your mindset, like I hear you saying that, like your mindset was different too. Yes, it was different, totally different. Cause it, you know, I, like I said, I've been wanting to go, wanting to go, but it, I just, but I didn't know if I really wanted to go. Like mm-hmm. I didn't know if it's, I really want to even do it. Or why am I doing it? Is it really necessary? And then it's just like, I just, it's like my mind just was, you know, I just knew, like I didn't feel anxious about it. Like, you know, of course, mm-hmm. you know, you're apprehensive. But yeah. I wasn't anxious. Yeah. It wasn't like holding you back. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I knew so, when things started to feel. That's awesome. I mean, a lot of times we don't we don't talk about these things. You know, you just show up and you're like, oh, I have a degree. I have I just graduated. I'm doing this new venture. We don't talk about those moments to get there. So I'm just curious as we're wrapping up, like any tips for anyone that um, you know, is deciding whether or not they want to go back to school. Do they want to further their career? Do they want to do the entrepreneurship? Do they want to make the product? You know, like how, um, yeah, any advice you would give to them? I, I would say just, hmm, that's a good one. You know, just kind of do what feels right to you. Mm-hmm. You know, because everybody's path is so different. And and Susie path not might not be like Betty's path, you know, just, you know, it's just different. So I just say, you know, if you just, you have an idea, you get that gut feeling and it's something that you really thinking about, really passionate about with internally, maybe you have any thoughts for a reason. So maybe it might be time to explore and see mm-hmm. where it takes you. Yeah. And then, you know, and then, and if it's something that could, advance your career or advance what you're trying to do with your future endeavors, then I say, go for it. Yeah. But, but learning is, is you never can not learn too much. You know, it's just always room to learn things, whatever that is, even if it's not necessarily going back to get a degree, but getting a certification or getting, you know, more training, you know, different things like that. It's still learning and it's still necessary to whatever path you're trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent because we're all growing. Like that's what this platform is about too. We are on a growth mindset. We are on a mindset where we want to learn, where we want to improve. That's what wellness is all about as well. Like living out that healthy every day. And that means growing and learning and adapting and being okay with change. Yes. And like you said, 
following what's best for you. I love that. What better words to end the podcast with today? Just finding what works for you, honoring your path. Um, and if it, if it aligns, you'll know, right? Like, yes, you'll know. You'll definitely know. Yeah. And it's part of this mindfulness journey for sure. So I appreciate you, Dr. Kilo, for hopping on the podcast with us. Thank we you so much sure, for having me. We will make sure to link all of her her links to our page so that you can follow, so you can support, so you can join Dr. Kila in her journey as well. And maybe even grab some of her multivitamins for women's yes. health. Super important. Yes. Um, and I love that we were able to touch on that topic with women's health and Hmm, I just I just feel like it's more to come. Like it's just so much more to come. Like this, this is it's so much wonderful. More. Yes, I definitely yeah. feel it. I feel it. And <laughs> uh I'm excited for you and congratulates congratulations again to your new achievement. And thank here you on the podcast. We are cheering you on for sure. And I hope thank to have you, so you on much. again soon. I hope so. It was a pleasure and I enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, Dr. Keila, we'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Y'all, I loved that conversation with Dr. Keela. Just everything, mindfulness, um, being intentional with your mental health, the way she shared with us her process, her progress um, into becoming, you know, this influential mental health expert. Um, I'm just so in on, I'm so inspired. And I just want to thank her for her time again, Dr. Keela, for showing up with us and talking about purpose. Because like I said earlier, this is something that we may have all experienced in our nursing journey. And it's real. It's getting real out here, y'all. The stress, the emotional exhaustion, it's real. But you don't have to do this journey on your own. You can join us in the Nurse Wellness Initiative, in the Nurse Wellness Journey, Join my community online on the Facebook journey, uh, on my Facebook group, um, on my Instagram. Um, please like, subscribe, share this podcast with another nurse. Enjoy, invite her in to this wellness journey, y'all, because we need each other. And I hope these stories have been inspiring you as well. I want to hear from you. Send me a DM. What did you learn from Dr. Keela's? Uh, podcast interview today, any insights, anything that stood out to you um, about this conversation. I want to hear from you. Send me a comment, DM me. Let me know it's real. Are you along with us in this nurse wellness journey? Y'all, it's been two real friends. I really appreciate you all for your time and joining us on the podcast and I will see you next time. Bye.